Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda. And this is day one of season 97. Our first question asks about uh, a peninsula that is known as Nunatsuak in the Inuktitut language and gives its more common name to a British dog breed. So my first thought is Newfoundland. Uh, so I figure, okay, in, Inuktitut sounds uh, First Nations Canadian, mm. and uh, as does Nunatsuak, um, a large peninsula, okay, it would be something I've heard of, some notable geographical feature, a, a dog breed, Newfoundland, that sounds right. And then I thought, wait, Newfoundland is Newfoundland and Labrador, or the other way around, I can't remember. Um, and Labrador also sounds correct. And in fact, kind of sounds more correct. Like Labrador sounds more like, uh, I don't know if it's a more common dog breed, but it seems like it's a more commonly known dog breed, the Labrador Retriever in particular. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Labrador. Yeah, this one I really, um, <laughs> you know, you always start to worry when you have to resort to your uh, geography knowledge in my case. Um, <laughs> but that's what I had to do. And it took me a while to kind of, make my way down from, you know, I knew this had to be essentially somewhere in Northern North America because mm -hmm. of the, the language, uh, part of it. And so I was like, well, what's that huge peninsula that goes down from Alaska or are we talking about like the Kamchatka peninsula or something like that? I'm like, that's not a dog breed. So, um, just kind of thinking, well, where else could be this peninsula that I would have heard of? Cause it's not going to be, you know, something totally out there. It's a common breed. So, um, and I had to kind of uh, uh, brush away some, you know, if I tried to think of it from British dog breeds, I would have been like Airedale, Corgi. No, that's Welsh, Corgi, um, you know, different things like that. So it took me a while to kind of migrate my way over and think of, well, you know, what could be a big peninsula in Canada and... I thought, well, there's Newfoundland, but that's, you know, that's coupled with Newfoundland and Labrador. Newfoundland is an island, so it's mm. not that. I bet Labrador is that that peninsular part of the province in question. Um, and it's obviously a very common dog breed because Labrador Retriever. So um, I thought, is it plausibly British? Sure, it's Canadian, so a lot of stuff there is... Um, is British inflected anyway. Um, so I thought, sure, Labrador sounds like a, a perfectly cromulent answer. And it was Labrador, parentheses, retriever. Indeed. Question two asks us for a fictional character of literary and cinematic history whose family crest says Orbis non sufficit. Right. And so I interpreted that pretty quickly and easily as the world is not enough. And that this is a reference to James Bond, uh, you know, book and film franchises. Um, but I thought to myself, you know, a slogan like that sounds like a villain's slogan. Mm -hmm. I didn't, and I didn't know what this, you know, was. I haven't seen that particular installment of the movies. I have never read any, any of the books. And so I thought, okay, I'm looking for a Bond villain, um, and I don't really know a super lot of those. I mean, obviously, it's not Dr. No. Um, 
I thought it's it's not I, I tried to think of ones that I thought maybe could have crossed over more than one episode of the franchise. I don't know if anybody has done that. Um, but it just says fictional character of literature and film. So it could have been one, you know, a person who's in one installment. Um, but the only name I could come up with that even sounded plausible to me was Blofeld. So I was like, I, I don't know these, you know, these details about the Bond franchise, even though I've seen a few of the movies, but they were kind of selectively the ones that were, you know, the Sean Connery and Roger Moore ones mm -hmm. and, this one was a Pierce Brosnan one, as I recall. So I was kind of at a loss there. I, I didn't keep watching those those films on into the, the 21st century or, <laughs> or close to. Um, so I put down Blofeld, just as a guess. Reasonable. Uh, and I believe, yes, he did appear in more than one Okay, uh, as the villain. Well, I got so, that going yeah, for me. Very good nice. guess. And, and that's true. And all, <laughs> all of your logic is perfect. Yeah. Uh, I just happen to know that this was James Bond's family yeah. Uh, motto for whatever reason. And yeah, it's insane that it, the good guy's family motto is the world is not enough. Yeah, what? Uh, especially since that uh, phrase in Latin uh, was originally about Alexander the Great. Okay. Uh, and it was very possibly satirical in nature. Um, one of, I believe one of Juvenal's histories uh, says about Alexander the Great, the world was not enough, but a coffin was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and in fact, this is on the crest of the actual uh, Bond family. Oh. The, the real people. It was, it, uh, it was first adopted by the first baronet of, uh, uh, first baronet Bond. Okay. Um, to, uh, of whom I believe James Bond is canonically a descendant. Okay. Uh, but I'm not 100% certain. Uh, but yeah, this, this came up in one of the early books... Uh, and mm -hmm. even one of the early movies, and then eventually became the name of a movie. And it was kind of not, it, it didn't have anything to do with that, mm -hmm. as I recall, in the movie. Like, the, the movie was not about his family history or anything like that. It was just, oh, that's a cool phrase, we'll just use it as the name of the movie. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's not a thing that you would really even remember from the Bond movies oh, as okay. being attached to him in particular. Huh. Uh, as I recall. So. Yeah. And that is, of course, the correct answer. Oh, but yes. it's it is such a weird thing, um, just because you know, as we were chatting about this earlier in the mm -hmm. day, and you mentioned like he's not from an incredibly prominent aristocratic family, like where this would sort of jive with his background exactly. Mm -hmm. And I I had just assumed that, uh, and I think you said that they kind of let people think this, that James Bond is more of an alias or a persona that different agents inhabit over the years, which canonically mm. it is not, but that's, yeah, it's, it's a spy movie kind of trope now. Mm. Um, yeah. And so yeah. that's, that's the kind of thing I was like, well, I would never have ruled that in as a possibility. Cause I was like, this is not a person with a family or a background that's established. It's, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a person taken off the streets to become, this amazing super secret agent spy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but it is his uh, his portrayal has always been sort of that noblesse oblige of the, mm. if not full on, you know, titled aristocrat, but like definitely the privileged, you know, higher class British 
ser- a gentleman who is serving his country in true, true. Uh, in thanks for all the gifts that it has given him mm-hmm. without actually saying the word privilege. But yeah. Ah oh, well. Yeah. Moving on to question three, we are asked for the term that refers to the measure of the concentration of hydrogen ions in a substance. Uh, and the higher the concentration of hydrogen ions, the more acidic, I think, might mm-hmm. be the other way around. No, well, you're right. It's acidic? Okay. Mm-hmm. I can never... Always get it wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, the more acidic it is, and this is the pH scale. Yes. Uh, which is uh, 0 to 14 or 1 to 14 or 1 to 13 or something like that. 1 to 14. 7 yep. is... Seven is the average, or, mm-hmm. or the, the median that water has neither... Yeah, it's uh, neutral. Yeah, it's... Has, has no more hydrogen ions um, than uh, OH ions, or whatever the... Uh, yeah, hydroxide. Yeah, hydroxide. So, yeah, this is all a way of me say, saying that I remember the one day in chemistry in the ninth <laughs> grade that we were told what the hell pH actually, how it's calculated. Mm-hmm. And so I, I knew that the... So I guess it's potential hydrogen ph and that's why the h is capitalized in ph mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. is one of the very few answers i've ever given where i actually use the shift key normally <laughs> i just don't bother um you know, i'll say james bond in all lowercase uh, and yet for this one for some reason i just really wanted to put lowercase p uppercase h that's very weird of you yeah i don't know why you would bother to do that yeah that's a keystroke of your life you can never get back i know <laughs> this one was also one that I knew uh, pretty much right away, um, you know, that, like you said, the, the hydrogen ions in a substance are what make it acidic, that they're out there trying to bond to the, you know, the negatively charged particles in there and then um, neutralize. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I knew this was pH. Uh, as we talked about, there's, you know, a little, today I learned information tacked on to the end because I don't think a single person in Learned League is going to get this because they don't know what this is, but they know that Soren P.L. Sorensen is famous for, (laughs) you know, devising pH. No, (laughs) nobody knows this. We are all learning today that, oh, pH was was Sorensen's thing that he did. So cool. Because, of course, the P in Soren P.L. Sorensen stands for... (laughs) (laughs) Soren P.H.L. Sorensen. (laughs) Certainly. And that was the correct answer, pH. Mm-hmm. Question four asks us, who was the most valuable player on the 1934 University of Michigan Wolverines football team? It gives us a bunch of well, other utterly <laughs> unnecessary information that does not help anyone yes. who does not know this very basic, very famous thing. <laughs> well, in a way, yes. Um, no, this is Gerald Ford. Yep. He, was, he was very famously a very good football player at Michigan and... Uh, well, I say that as a two-time Michigan grad yes. uh, whose husband went to the Gerald R. Ford School of Public yes. Policy yes. for his master's degree. Yes. Walked um, by a picture of him in his uniform every single day oh, yeah. of the two years of that program. Yes, yes. indeed. Um, so there, there, there was no question in my mind. And I must say, I think I even knew this before the, the talk at the end about the elections oh, and yeah. the, the more most prestigious role and, and so on. Um, you know, nerfed out for, for all you posers out there who don't just know Gerald Ford history down cold. Mm-hmm. So I put down Ford. Yeah. Um, ditto, you know, <laughs> center Wolverines, 1934. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. I, 
I don't know that I could have if you asked what year was Gerald Ford the MVP of his team. Oh, gosh. I don't yeah, know that, that I would have gotten that. I would have gotten the mm-hmm. decade. Okay. I don't know that I would have gotten that, but I knew that I knew he was the center. Uh, I, I, yeah. So all of this, like, I'm just reading the rest of it, like, oh, he would go on to another election. So, okay, this is it. Exceeded his most prestigious role of the other means. Damn it, you nerfed it out. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave it to everybody who didn't go to Michigan. Fine. Yes, yes. Fine. So, Indeed. yes, I also said Gerald Ford. And that naturally was the correct answer. It gives his original uh, birth name, interestingly, mm-hmm. as though anybody's going to put that down. I, yeah. But I guess technically, you know, someone could if they were f- going to be I a super nerd like, about it. Yeah, I, I feel like that is an incorrect use of his birth name. Kind of, uh, yeah. Which he did not use at this point in his life. Right. Um, he you know, had completely... Uh, uh, decided that he was going to be uh, retain the name of his stepfather mm-hmm. and that he would be Gerald Rudolph Ford. Uh, and Leslie Lynch King Jr. is... I don't want to trivialize uh, it by saying it was his dead name, but it was not mm-hmm. a name that he used yeah. by choice. And I feel it is disrespectful to him to use that as an acceptable answer for this because it was mm-hmm. not in any way the name that he was going by at that time either. Yeah, I, I can support that. So. I, I think Harumph I say if, and I am a person who will silently and sometimes not silently correct anybody who refers to Ulysses S. Grant mm-hmm. because he never firmly came down as using that name versus his birth name, which was Hiram Ulysses Grant. Oh. He went by simply Ulysses Grant for most of his life in, okay. in his correspondence and the like. Um, so I will harumph that every time I hear it. Uh, it was most likely, the, the S was most likely a mistake made by West Point when he was admitted. Anyway, uh, so going on, going forward, this was Gerald Ford. Yes, and, and may I say, if you are the kind of abject show-off that is putting Leslie Lynch <laughs> King Jr. down for your answer that's really Gerald Ford, just go. Get out. <laughs> we don't want you listening to this. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. You're doing too much. <laughs> even though even though we know that anyone who is like that is a hundred per times more likely to be listening to this. <laughs> <sighs> yes, but we don't want we don't like your kind. Um anyway. We find you just as amusing <laughs> as anyone who puts up with any of our ridiculous preferences. Speak for yourself. Uh question five asks us, uh, what city had a strike by garbage workers in late March twenty twenty three? leaving uh, tons of garbage piled in the streets. So my first thought is New York City, but then I thought, no, because A, I would have heard more about that. B, piles of garbage in the streets of New York City is the way New York City does trash collection. Yeah. They haven't heard of cans. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I've had this argument with friends who live in New York City. No, it's weird. There's no good reason yeah, it's for weird it. Yeah, And then they all complain about the rats. Yeah. Anyway. So I had to think, okay, what's a city that I would know about that would be large enough to be piling ton, thousands of tons of garbage uh, within just a few weeks um, because of a labor action. And that just immediately made me think, this has got to be Paris. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if only because there are so many strikes in Paris that they very rarely make international news, even <laughs> something like this. Like, this happening in London would be a huge story that I would have heard about. Ah. This happening in Moscow would have been a huge story that I heard about. This, you know, happening in any number of cities in the world. 
that would be news. Mm -hmm. In Paris, it's like, oh, what's on strike today? Oh, it's the garbage workers. Bummer. (laughs) Moving on. I may have heard about this at some point briefly, Mm. but at best, my brain processed it as, oh, huh, the sanitation, it's the sanitation workers turn to be on strike in Paris. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, moving on. But couldn't think of anything else. Nothing. I figured there would be some other clue in there if it weren't Paris. There would be something to lead me to it other than what was given. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with Paris. See, I'm surprised that you had to sort of logic your way into that one, given that our daughter is studying there, or was, at this time. Um, and I saw this all over the headlines of my newsreader. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... It was you know, despite, uh, I think perhaps, I think this came uh, in the wake of the protests about the pension reforms there, where right. there, which is just like, what an amazing example to the rest of the world that they took to the streets and practically burned the house down. Oh, yeah. Because the, about that. the retirement age was going to go from 62 to 64. Mm-hmm. So like still better than ours Mm -hmm. and only you know two years increase but like that's two years of people's lives and Mm -hmm. yeah that should be a huge freaking deal to people yep that's exactly the kind of that's just like that's that's you know hashtag life goals for us here because we just you know take all the nonsense of our lack of safety net that we Mm -hmm. uh, accept and you know, it's it's amazing to watch. But I think that this strike was covered a lot more because it was either amidst that or soon before, like soon after it, I want to say. Okay. Uh, you know, I may be getting the timeline wrong there. So don't quote me. It's just that a lot of protest type actions in Paris seem to have been covered this year. Mm. Oh, and yeah. so this was very salient as far as a current event. Uh, so I, I knew this would be Paris. Um and put that down right away. And that was correct. Question six asks us, in essence, what was the last name of the family in Rugrats? So, yeah, this one just took me a few seconds of thinking it through. It mentions that a food-related, it is a food-related last name. Um, And so I just, I thought for a little bit, and it might be the saving grace for me that I just could never stand this show. I found it so awful. Um, not that it was geared towards me, but even like when our, uh, when I, the oldest of our kids was of an age for it, I just, I never watched it. I never would have turned it on for them because it's just god awful annoying and dumb as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> anyway, Pickles is the last name of the uh, family. Um, which is slightly nerfed out by the inclusion of Dill as one of the mm, uh, names in there. So, um, but yeah, Tommy and Angelica Pickles were the kind of well-known okay. um, main characters of it, and so that's that's just something that I picked up from like seeing the ads for the show or mm. seeing the listings and and then you know uh, making a sign against the evil eye and turning away. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just. I, somewhere in my brain, uh, a few cells know that pickles is the answer to this. Yeah, I uh, didn't. Even, I wouldn't even have thought that it had 
that it was in production while our kids were of that age. Mm. Um, yeah, and so. in fact, it, the original run ended in two thousand four. Okay. So it would it would have probably would have maybe still been in reruns yeah, on Nick because everything's ton. in reruns on Nick for uh, for decades after it's actually done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't think I've ever seen an actual episode of this show. Um, You're so <laughs> uh, I, I've seen it in memes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just, it, it just kind of percolated into my brain that it's the Pickles family. Like, I don't know if Angelica Pickles in, in particular just sort of mm-hmm, sank mm-hmm. in. I don't know whether she's called that more frequently or if there's some particular gift that I've seen with that in it, <laughs> uh, that, part- that, uh, that really pins those two names together for me. But yeah, I was fairly certain that it was the Pickles family. So I said Pickles. And that was the correct answer. Oh. So that left me with five on the day, and you... I beard it. Right um, out of the gate. Yeah. Well done. Which is, makes me feel good, considering I just barely <laughs> survived uh, in a run last season, and I'm going up against a friend of ours today who is an absolute stone killer. Yeah. Uh, I believe I have beat them twice out of about 20 uh, one-on-ones. Oh, man, I don't uh, know if I ever had. Tied a few times, which I'm going to bet that would happen today, but <laughs> we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised, um, but, uh, you know, th- anything's possible. We all have our little yep. uh, missing bits of information. Um, I'm, and I'm there's glad always that... a question or two, not every day, but there's there's frequently questions where you just you see the answer and you're like, oh, obviously I know that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, got led down the wrong garden path by the question sure. usually inadvertently because that's not how Thorson writes these but yeah, yeah i um you know i'm just kind of hopeful that whoever it is i'm up against uh doesn't know this thing about james bond either <laughs> and i you know i feel good that uh one of the questions i did get was you know for me a gimme but it's a game sport and american history question mm-hmm. So that I think might work in my favor. Um, current events in TV, not so much. Science, not so much. Um, and so I guess I got a, you know, sort of geography inflected one too. So I'm hopeful I'll only lose one or two points mm. on that uh, James Bond question. So I probably would crossed. have tued you on that one just because mm-hmm. I know that you're not a huge James Bond fan, yeah. especially of like, the lore it's very spotty of yeah. what i've seen of it yeah yeah okay. so but you know uh, five is is at least par for me that's what i want to be going for for uh my average uh that i want to aim for i think so mm-hmm. decent start to the season yep so i guess that's it for today tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis and remember don't forfeit don't cheat